Good afternoon. Happy almost whatever holiday it is you might be getting ready to celebrate in the next few days. Gabe DeArmond, Sean Williams with the finish line in sight, man. We're, we're almost there. <laughs> um, not quite, but we're getting there. Uh, this is the Tuesday Tiger Recruiting Show. Early signing period starts tomorrow. We are going to talk a little bit of Mizzou recruiting, get you up to date on everything that is going to happen in the next 24 hours or so. And who knows, things that might happen before that and after that. So we will talk about it all, invite you all to put your questions and comments in the uh in the comment queue and we will get to them. Sean, is there anything that you have to say before I tell our fine viewers about James Carlton? Nothing I have to say. Okay. I'm, I'm speechless Sean, right now. <laughs> Sean has nothing to say. This should be an excellent show. Um, I am barely awake. Uh, we don't know what's <laughs> happening, but the guy that does know what's happening is James Carlton. Hey, we're supposed to get snow in the next uh, 36 hours in the state of Missouri. And that means everybody instantly forgets how to drive. Everything is going to go to hell in the next 48 hours. Um, so you need to, before the next time your car leaves your garage, hopefully you have a garage, get in touch with James Carlton at carltoninsurance.net or over the phone at 314-961-4800. Get in touch with them before his staff gets a quick little break uh, for Christmas and ask them about insurance and see if they can save you money. There's a pretty good chance they can, but even if they can't, James just wants to talk to you, talk to you a little about Mizzou sports, give you a quote, see what he can do. If you tell him you heard about it here on Power Mizzou and on our YouTube channel, he is going to donate $20 on your behalf to Mizzou's NIL Collective, and uh, that it will quickly start working on the class of 2024. Sean, before we get going... Um, we have breaking news from Britt Trees. BS, it is not going to snow. So we're good. No snow in the state of Missouri per Britt. So we're good. I think that's wishful thinking, but I mean, yeah. hey, he's probably is, uh, he's probably about as accurate as most meteorologists out there anyway. So right. It it could always <laughs> our our goal on this signing day show is to be more accurate than the weather guy. It could always be worse. Um Right. Earlier this week, I saw a tweet from up where uh, 40 minutes from where we used to live in South Dakota, they got nearly five feet of snow. There was a guy standing in it up to his neck. So, uh, nice. you know, <laughs> yeah, it could be, could be a whole lot worse. But um, signing day tomorrow, as of now, I think the list is at 18 plus Theo Weiss would be 19. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay, the uh, with the, the with most the... recent additions. Uh, let's start with Brandon Salas. I've seen him. Uh, he visited Missouri a couple times. He is a large human being, um, and like not really built like an offensive lineman. Like there's not a lot of fat. He's just a really big kid. I would imagine they're going to want to pack thirty or forty pounds on him and and line him up at tackle. Yeah, I think that's the perceived uh, way to go there. And he's it, it, got a kind of a cool story. He's just been playing football for three years. Uh, the first season he played, he said, because he played basketball before that, he said the first season he played football, he's like the coaches just said, hey, uh, play nose guard, just take up a lot of space on defense. <laughs> so it didn't really require, you know, like a whole lot of technique or anything like that. And then he 
transferred over to offensive line and has really excelled at that position. And yeah, I, I asked him, I said, you know, what, what is Missouri kind of like yet? I mean, they like it tackle. He's like, yeah, he's like, I'll probably start a tackle, but he's like, I'm, I'm really honestly cool with uh, playing any position along the offensive line. So he's pretty open-minded, yeah. but yeah, you got to think six foot seven frame, 275 yeah. pounds. You're going to add some weight and you're going to hope he, uh, he becomes a really good tackle. <laughs> yeah, so. you don't see many six seven kids lining up on the interior. Um, <laughs> right. The other one, like, and and this is, I mean, you talk about just starting to play football. Yep. Like literally, Jordan Harris started playing football in July. His first football practice was in August, the day before his high school team's first game. He told me, "Yeah, coach taught me the plays," and I just went out there. I was kind of nervous, uh, you know, but like. <laughs> Four months later, he's choosing between two SEC programs, man, and he chose Missouri. Like, that's the kind of thing you're like, hey, I, I hope this works out because it's a very cool story. Yeah, I mean, uh, and that's another guy that's big, you know, six foot seven, 230 yeah. pounds, and, uh, you know, played basketball like Solace uh, or Solace, uh, you know, before he was a basketball player and got a, picked up an offer from uh, who was it? Uh, Oral Roberts, I think, mm -hmm. in basketball. So many yeah. super athletic already. Um, so yeah, I mean, you're six foot seven, uh, 230 pounds. You can play your highlights are really good at tight end. You're, uh, you can play defensive end. You're really athletic. So I'm kind of curious to see what happens with him. I mean, you know, guys like that, when you got that size and athleticism, yeah. college coaches tend to find you, uh, despite the lack of, uh, career highlights in high school, but yeah. you know, it just took one year to kind of figure that out. But, to, but, to, you know, to kind of show his athleticism and size and, and what he's able to do on, on film, you know, it definitely intrigued a lot of teams and, you know, he chose between Missouri and Vanderbilt. He had, uh, I think he had, uh, he had some other G5 offers too yeah. uh, out there. Yeah. So, I mean, he had, had a good, good, uh, not bad for playing the football for one year. Yeah, he's played seven games. Uh, I think he had five <laughs> catches, uh, had three sacks defensively, and Tom, and Tom, I'm going to do you the service of not attempting to pronounce your last name because I would mess it up, but Tom W. asks, uh, <laughs> defensive lineman or tight end? I, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't think he knows. I don't think the coaches know. Yeah, Cassette. Given this roster, I would go defensive end, but I don't know. Yeah, because, you know, his recruiting process, you know, I mean, he got the offer back in October. Uh, you know, when I talked to him then, he was talking to Eric Link, and he was talking about tight end, you know, and now, you know, uh, fast forward to now, and he's had an in-home visit with Al Davis, and we're talking defensive line. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's going to be kind of one of those things where I guess he shows up, and, uh, you know, when they start practice, they'll be like, okay, we'll try him here one day. Maybe we'll try I him. A defensive end one day, we'll try to tight end the next, and we'll kind of see where, where it goes, I guess. Or it could be as simple as, hey, where do you want to start? Yeah. And they'll start him there and see how it goes. It could also depend a little bit on what the roster looks like. I mean, you know, tight end was was not very good this year, but they've got Brett Norfleet coming in. Max Weisner was a, a, a true freshman this year. So if they feel good about those kids – Right now at defensive end, I mean, it's it's very thin. Now, they've got three high school guys signed that we expect already, or two high school guys that are going to be defensive ends. Um, it, and then, you know, they could could pick up another one here in the transfer portal pretty soon. We'll touch on that in a minute. Uh, but it, it, it'll probably have a lot to do with what they view the roster as uh, coming up. And nice to have the option and, and be able to put a kid either place. But I mentioned um, the uh, – the defensive end. So transfer activity has been 
maybe a little lighter than I expected, but um, I think there are some reasons for that. First of all, I think there's been some activity that, that we don't know about. Yeah. Second, I, I've heard a lot of schools, like kids are waiting on grades and academics is holding some of this up. Some schools are starting to run out of official visits. Like, I just think there's a lot of reasons that maybe this first week and a half hasn't been quite as wild as we expected. Yeah, there's a lot of factors there. And you mentioned, you know, official visits, you probably got to be a little bit selective on who you bring in in terms of the transfer portal and got to make sure it's a guy you really want. It's a guy that's really interested in you. So, um, you know, Missouri's struck out with Avery Helm recently, but uh, I think they're in a good spot with Austin Firestone, who was in this past weekend. Yeah, yeah so, he visited on, uh, he visited over the weekend, <clears throat> tweeted that out. What's today? Tuesday, tweeted that out on Monday evening. Right. Um, kid that is, he's from Florida. He went to Northwestern, appeared in three games, had a, had a sack, but didn't play much as a true freshman up at Northwestern. But a, another big kid, I think like what, six, five, six, six, two sixty. Mm-hmm. I think he's listed at, um, he, he was a defensive tackle recruit out of high school in our database, but he seemed Sean has disappeared on us. Hopefully he will, uh, come back and I will uh, I will pop him up if he does there there he is Sean you just went dark on us for a minute but we appreciate you coming back um I cannot hear you for what that's worth uh Sean we'll, we'll take Sean off the screen I will I'm back okay uh Sean is back and <laughs> everything is good we're we're going in and out here look guys it's been a week and it's Tuesday. <laughs> uh, call, so got anyway, call, man, got a call and had to. Anyway, had to yeah. Uh, so, uh, so Firestone said he he stopped by Florida State, stopped by Auburn, stopped by Tennessee, but the only official visit to Missouri, and told you he's thinking he's going to make a decision pretty soon. That indicates to me Missouri's probably in a pretty good spot. Yeah, I'd say considering, you know, in, in the article I wrote on him, you know, he's got uh, family connections there. Uh, Peoples coached his dad, you know, in junior college. So there's a family connection there. And then, you know, obviously uh, Peoples had an in-home visit with him last week. That prompted him to come in for the official uh, this past weekend. So, uh, yeah, he, he said he really liked uh, what he saw. Uh, loves Peoples, loves uh, Blake Baker's defensive scheme and how they kind of use utilize their deep defensive ends and edge rushers. So sounds pretty promising. Yeah. Like I said, those other visits, you know, he mentioned were unofficials and they were, you know, I kind of said they were kind of like one day trips, you know, he just stopped by, Mm -hmm. talked to the coaches real quick, do a little quick, quick tour. I think, uh, I think after that Missouri official, uh, obviously he lives in Florida. So I think on his way back home, he did visit Florida state. I think that was like maybe Sunday night or something like that or Sunday evening. Mm -hmm. So he did swing by and hit up Florida state, but I think it sounds pretty promising for Missouri at the moment. And if you're into this kind of thing, uh, his mom followed the Power Mizzou account on Twitter. So, you know, that's, <laughs> I, I don't know if that's meaningful or not. Um, but hey, real quick, before we move on from Firestone, you said uh, he said he really likes how Blake Baker uses his defensive ends. How many ways are there to use a defensive end in a, in a scheme? Go, go get the guy with the ball. Go get the guy with the ball, I guess. I mean, you know, I guess it just depends, you know. <laughs> Drop back in the I, I'm honestly curious. <laughs> like, I don't really – yeah, I mean, these guys – you may zone blitz and drop back every now and then, but there's not many defensive ends that are dropping back in coverage more no. than two or three times a game. There's not, but, I mean, hey, I, he liked like, it. I mean, he, he didn't go into yeah. specifics, and I didn't really ask. So, I, man, I always hey. like looking at, like, the PFF stuff, and it's like, you know, Isaiah McGuire, 37 snaps – 
36 pass rushes. I mean, that's that's generally what you do on, <laughs> on, on passing well, downs. On running downs, you go find the running back with the ball. For what it's worth, he did mention that uh, he was impressed with Isaiah McGuire's uh, development while he's at Missouri and that he mm -hmm. will probably be a high draft pick. So that's kind of intriguing there, as well. There you go. So, uh, it, look, it, to be honest, guys, news on that could happen anytime. I mean, he said he thinks he's going to do something soon. Sometimes we don't know if soon means <laughs> today or in five days, uh, but soon. Exact um, words and, were maybe deciding after the high school signing period, but you never know how that goes. So right, right. Sometimes, sometimes that change changes. I do want to acknowledge uh, AU Stock thanking us for waking up from our naps, and I want to be clear that I have not taken a nap today. I'm not promising that I'm not going to at some point. <laughs> I'm going to take a long nap on like Friday. That Friday. sounds good. No, 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 I'm not. I'm busy all day Friday. Saturday, I'm going to take a nap. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I, I'm not taking a nap either, but it maybe looks like it, but I haven't. So, yeah. Um, we did have a, a question from Bradley St. James. Now, he did not set the show record because he did not submit this question at 6.30 in the morning, but he did uh, <laughs> did submit a question a few minutes before the show started. Uh, do you think Missouri's waiting until after the bowl games to see what transfers hit the market? I think that's maybe part of it. Yeah, I mean, there are going to be, you know, I, I talked to Drinkwitz on Sunday and said, do you expect this to, to get, you know, is, is this crazier than you expected? And he said, I think it's going to get a little bit more so after bowl games, some kids are going to go in. So I think there's something to, I think they can be a little bit selective right now, I think is part of it. But again, I think transfers don't tend to like share every moment of their lives on social media. I would not be at all surprised if there are some other transfers who have visited that we just don't know about yet. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think, um, <laughs> We kind of we kind of mentioned maybe keeping a, a possible quarterback addition under wraps, but I mean I really think there's there's a lot of that goes on everywhere because you know these transfers are different. They're not in high school anymore, and they just want to kind of get the process over with. So they don't want to broadcast it anywhere. They don't want to do interviews. They don't want to talk to nobody. They just want to focus on where their next destination is going to be. Whether that we, we've actually had pretty good luck though. We know three have visited and two of them have talked to us. So that's a pretty good <laughs> hit rate, man. That is a pretty good hit rate. I was, uh, yeah, I, I, I got a, uh, Austin Firestone got back to me really quick. And luckily enough, yeah. I had his number in my phone because I talked to him when he was a high school, uh, prospect. Cause uh, okay. I think he took a visit to Vanderbilt, I believe. So, okay. um, so yeah, he, he got back to me right away. So he's a good kid too, man. It's a good interview. So. Then John Morgan from Pittsburgh, um, I talked to him on, I, I think it was Friday night. Uh, he visited Thursday and Friday in Columbia, and he said he's not deciding until after the national title game's over. So I think he's probably going to take some more visits. But, Sean, correct me, I, I think this – so we're in a dead period now. Visits can't happen again till I want to say for transfers, like the weekend of January 8th, maybe they can start visiting again. Does that sound right? I think so. It's somewhere around there. I don't know the exact dates, but that sounds about right. But, you know, if, and it's kind of, you know, if you're still a mid-year guy, you can still take those visits because, you know, like just between Missouri and other sites, I've kind of talked to some kids and they've been, 
they're planning to be mid-year guys, but they they might extend it out and take another visit in January and still be able right. to enroll at that school at that time. So, yeah, they can yeah. – if, even if they're mid-year guys, they can still extend it out and take another visit in January whenever they're allowed to and, and then kind of make their decision there. So Right, and most schools, like the, the enroll date is probably like late January. Right. And look, here's what I've learned. In the SEC, you enroll whenever – like – whatever man marcus clark commits in september cool just come on up just we'll figure out the classes later just come on up you're on the football team go practice today yep yep exactly (laughs) in the words of cardale jones they ain't here to play school um i do want to invite you guys again questions comments throw them in there We're, we're working through them um as we go kyle wants to know if there's any chance with jire hill tomorrow i mean in short very unlikely he uh it was what Purdue, Illinois, Missouri, Kentucky, and somebody else on his list of five. I don't think he's going to any of those places. I think he put out a fake top five and he's going to Michigan. And I'm not even joking. I think it'll be the first, either one of the first two you mentioned, Purdue, Illinois. Purdue or Illinois, you think he'll yep. end up there? I think he's pretty tight with okay. Ron Walters, and Ron Walters is at Purdue now. Oh, so right. I forgot <clears> that. That'd be yep. That'd be a, a big get for Ryan Walters. And in Illinois, recruited him pretty hard, and he's an Illinois kid. I Again, like I'm not saying anything bad about the kid, but the way the recruitment's gone, it would not surprise me at all if he goes somewhere that was not on his graphic. Yeah, I mean, you, you talk about Jire Hill, another DB. You got C.J. Johnson that's kind of out there, and that's a guy that right. uh, we're kind of waiting to see You know what he does because he was on an official visit this past weekend, and he's – uh, deciding between Auburn, UTSA, and Missouri, all those three schools he has taken business to recently. So Ger- Gerard yeah. did a good job of catching up with him and getting quotes. So, And like initially had said probably wasn't going to sign early, <clears throat> but then when Gerard talked to him said may sign early now. Well, that <laughs> look with the transfer portal, kids. You better. High you school better get kids that spot. High school kids that say, yeah, I think I'm going to wait till February and see what other schools get in there. It, their plans change pretty quickly when the portal is open, and yeah. uh, you got to make a decision and claim that spot uh, whenever you can. So it sounds like that's yeah. probably going to happen with him. Speaking of UTSA, did you see uh, their head coach, Jeff Trailer <laughs> tweet this morning? He tweets out and tags the NCAA, hey, <laughs> how do I officially report all these Power 5 schools that are tampering with my players? I love it, man. I mean, UTSA. I did too. That's a great program. You know, he's done a really good job there, and they've been they've been like at the top Conference USA program yeah. the last three or four years. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's probably pissed that people were, you know, Power 5 schools are trying to poach his kids. So Right, and, and I know some Missouri fans are frustrated with, like, Makai Wingo goes to LSU. They think Tom, mm-hmm. you know, we think Tom Lovett, Georgia, Alabama, something like that. They, they're upset that they seem to be like a farm team for these blue bloods. Well, think right. about it, UTSA, that's yeah. literally a farm team for, for five complete conferences. I mean, right. <laughs> that, that's rough, man. I, I get the frustration from Jeff Trailer, And the only answer is, I don't know, Jeff, you better start go tamper with the, with the FBS kids. Cause literally everybody's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's gotta be some rich people in San Antonio to keep those guys around, you know? So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jared tossing us a, 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 a little donation. We certainly appreciate that. Sean will use that on a, uh, on a to fill a Christmas stocking. Um, no Devin Larry, Sam Hartman, NIL fund. Heard the staff will be in the same place as him this weekend. Let's tamper. So this is actually a good example of what I'm talking about. Like, 
Sean, we've seen rumors for three weeks that Sam Hartman's playing somewhere in the SEC next year. Like yeah. he's playing a bowl game for Wake Forest. He's not in the portal. And the only thing you see is, hey, is Sam Hart- Hartman going to go to the draft, or is it Florida, or is it Auburn? I mean, it's not Missouri, from what I've I, – I, I don't see any indication of that. Although, hey, if you're Eli Drinkwitz, maybe after the game, you just go shake his hand and go, hey, Sam, like, yo, here's my number, you know, if you want to give me a call. I mean, it also depends on what might pop up in this hotel room this weekend, too, you know? <laughs> <laughs> there are many directions that can go and i don't think we need to talk about any of them i mean like a briefcase of cash not like you know, right. strippers or anything okay like that, okay you know? good deal <laughs> yeah hey hey we ain't covering louisville here let's uh, this ain't rick patino man uh so no devin leary i haven't seen is it official he's he's transferring to kentucky or is that kind of people are saying hey that's it's expected. I, th- I think that was officially announced, I, I believe, today. Not by him, but I think by like on three or something like that. So uh, Okay, so that's interesting because he visited Kentucky and then he visited Auburn. Uh, so he's going to end up at Kentucky. Grayson McCall was supposed to visit Auburn, but then didn't visit Auburn. So you wonder if maybe that's back on now, uh, you yeah. know, after bowl games and stuff there. Sam Hartman, again, there's been talk that, uh, if Florida's the school I've most seen mentioned, but I've seen Florida now mentioned a little bit with McCall too. So right. there's a lot of teams looking for, for quarterbacks. And I know Missouri fans don't believe this, but there's a lot of teams that actually need quarterbacks more than Missouri does. <laughs> that's, that's very true. Florida being one of those, actually. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I say don't know you if you watched it. Say any of their bowl about, game, but say what you say about Anthony Richardson. I mean, the dude, uh, he is athletic, but maybe not the best thrower in the world. But hey, if you watch the bowl game, he was clearly the best quarterback on their team, true, or at least the one that most was interested in playing a football game because nobody <laughs> on Florida's roster seemed particularly interested in that. They were scared uh, of the beeves, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, PlayStation action. What's the future for Hopper? Where will Dominic end up and will Mizzou hire an OC? So Tyron Hopper is one of the guys we're going to have to watch. I, I, I've i heard both ways. I, I don't know. We'll get some clarity after the bowl game. Sean, are you surprised Dominic Lovett hasn't ended up anywhere? I'm, I mean, he took a visit to Athens yeah. last week. I mean, I guess he's like weighing all of his options. I don't know what he's doing. But, yeah, I'm kind of surprised he just hasn't went ahead and popped to Georgia. I mean, that's a good opportunity yeah. right there to kind of, you know, big stage and show off your skills so but yeah i mean i've I've heard texas i've heard alabama i don't know Uh, i'm i'm a little surprised it hasn't happened yet yeah because generally when kids like that hit the portal your instinct is hey they they have a they may not know where they're going but they have a pretty short list right exactly so uh g philly says he's going to georgia and hopper's going to the nfl so we'll see um we don't know that yet but hey you may very well be right. Um, we do know Dom Lovick isn't going to UTSA. <laughs> right, right. Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't want to be a meat meat. Uh, Ron Davis <laughs> wants to know if we anticipate Mizzou adding more high school defensive linemen. I think that's a possibility. Um, there. I, I mean, I thought a couple weeks ago maybe they were done with high school players, but they just added two this week. I, <laughs> I think they're just going to take as many dudes as they can take and they'll figure it all out later. 
Yeah, I think like uh, Drinkwitz said in that press conference earlier, not, not too long ago, it was like 16 or something like that. They're planning on taking 16 high school kids, and you know now here we are. We're like at 18, which one of those is a, 18 a JUCO kid? Right. One of those is a JUCO kid with Newsom, but still it seems like it, there's possibility to add more. So, yeah, I mean, we're talking about C.J. Johnson. We're going to – we're waiting for his decision, so that's another one. So um, right. I, would ex- I would expect them to add some more if they can. So this class will be close to 20, um, maybe over 20 high school kids and JUCO kids by the time it's all done. So the idea that the ranking is going to be impacted by not signing enough kids is out the window. I saw uh, Harris got a, a 5.7 three-star ranking. So Missouri's class is up to 32, which is – uh, if you add a couple more guys and you can get into the low twenties, like, Hey, that's, you know, that's solid. I mean, yeah. it's not quite what the last couple of years were, but <clears throat> if you can consistently be in the top 30, you're giving yourself a chance. Yeah. You got CJ Johnson, who I believe is a five, seven, three star. Okay. So, I mean, that would help out with the rankings as well. If he committed to Missouri. Yeah. So for sure. Um, Let's see, uh, man at arm slaps as not Mizzou related, but what's the deal with all of the Bama wide receivers leaving? And would that be a place Lovett would want to go considering the circumstances? I mean, I don't, I don't know what the circumstances are. The circumstances are it's Alabama. Um, you know, that's always a place kids want to go, but I'll be honest, man. If it's not about Missouri, I haven't really been paying much attention to be quite (laughs) honest. Yeah. Uh, Sean, I don't know about you. You, you, you pay a little more attention to the portal stuff. I don't directly cover the SEC for the portal for rivals, but I mean, uh, but it's it's Alabama. I mean, I know, you know, <laughs> they're stacked, right? So right. you know, all, all the receivers that are probably entering the portal are probably ranked four stars at least, right? So they're right. probably probably, yeah. probably haven't got an opportunity to play, and they want an opportunity to play somewhere else. So you know, I think that's just probably probably what it is for Alabama, but I don't know that specifically. I haven't really paid too much attention to them. So yeah. Uh, Magic Man wants to know what happened to the 6'6 wide receiver transfer that visited Mizzou. He did not visit Mizzou. He committed after visiting Arkansas last week. Uh, Andrew Armstrong, I think yeah, was his the, name. Yeah, the Texas A&M Commerce kid. Uh, yeah. yeah. So he committed yeah. to Arkansas, so he never showed up. Yeah. Uh, B. Drizzy wants to know about Tadarius Collins. Uh, Nick Harris wrote an article last night that said it was like Missouri, Auburn, and maybe Mississippi State. My information is it in Missouri at this point in time. Um, yeah, I think but like uh, and and I didn't really know in, in the information <laughs> I got. I couldn't tell if it was Missouri isn't going to take him right now or they just don't think he's coming here. I don't know if he's even visited. I know like he, he's one of those that doesn't talk. But I did uh, whenever he released like this. I, I mean, t- I assume he talks. Well, I mean, not to me. Maybe not to us. <laughs> yeah, he probably talks, right? <laughs> Maybe if I was better looking than female, he probably would talk to me. But that's another story. But um, but he did, like, whenever he released his top schools in Missouri, was in it, like, that was back in November, I believe, beginning of November. I asked him if he was going to visit, and he said, yeah, he was planning on it. But that's about all I got out of him, and I don't think he ever visited. And I think it, it – it seems like it's going to be Auburn because I know Nick Harris said in that article that Mississippi State's kind of tied up at defensive line right now. I don't know if they're going to take any more commitments. So uh, yeah. might be an Auburn thing for him. So, Yeah, and it might be, uh, hey, he doesn't sign until February thing. You know, because uh, that is like we kind of forget that's an option. Although, like you said, if I'm advising a high school kid, I'm going, hey, man, if you've got an offer, jump on that offer now. Yeah, I think that that applies for most, most, most prospects and, and some of them, they can get away with it. I mean, a guy like Collins probably could get away with that and waiting. So. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, I, I think we've hit on everybody that's possible. Like, I don't say possible because hey, we could always wake up tomorrow and go, Hey, I'm, I don't know who this kid is, but he just committed <laughs> to Missouri, right? I mean, we don't. Somebody had asked earlier, and I think I forgot to put it on the screen, but somebody said, Are there going to be any surprises? I mean, like I always say, if, if we always. knew about it, it wouldn't be a surprise, right? Yeah, Scooby Doo really didn't do us any good like this past weekend yeah. when we hired him. So uh, we're not going to pay him the power masseuse. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah. it's always a surprise. Like I said, you know, we mentioned it earlier. You never know if these transfers are on campus or not, they don't talk. Uh, they probably want to be kept quiet. And uh, yeah, you just never know what's right. going to happen. And, and I mean, we're pretty confident. Like Eli Drinkwood said at his press conference on Sunday, hey, we just had 12 official visitors in town this weekend. We don't know who all 12 are at this point. Like there's a couple kids who very well were in town last week that we don't know. So yeah, I mean, something could happen tomorrow that, that, uh, that, you know, comes as, as a surprise to you guys. And, and we'll obviously do our best to, to cover that if it does happen. Um, that's why we're, we're here, but for the most part, I mean, I wouldn't expect more than, than one or two of those things, Max, um, you know, usually maybe one or two good surprises every now and then maybe a bad surprise, even though everybody (laughs) we think is pretty solid with Missouri, you never know. Yeah, I think that's the important thing here is we're expecting everybody to sign tomorrow. And that's a good thing yeah. because, you know, if you get you get kids that are committed and they're like, oh, I'm going to wait till February. That's always a bad right. sign, you know, so. You know, you know, here's my favorite thing. I know Trajan Jeffcoat did this and there's been a couple others that they signed in December, but they didn't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah. And so there was just like this mass panic of, well, why didn't this kid sign? No, he signed. He just didn't have the little thing at his school for till February. Yeah, there's there's situations. I don't that obviously isn't happening with any Missouri kids, but there are situations like that happening with some other kids around the country. And yeah, it's because like they want to have their ceremonies. You know, they can't have right. them now because school's out, right? So right, um, you know, they want to wait till February to have them. But they actually sign in December and they want to keep it on the low. You know, because they don't. You know, they want to have their limelight and their fanfare and everything like that. But I I wonder how that works though. Like, say you're a kid who signs with Missouri tomorrow but you don't put it out publicly. What happens if other coaches call you? Like, <laughs> I I mean, because how would they know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, yep. Yeah. That's a good so, question. So, yeah, we'll uh, we'll do all that. The, the only kid that there's really any question mark about at this point seems to be Shamar McNeil, right? Uh, yeah, just because he took that official to NC State. But, you know, like you said, like you put on the board, I mean, you said Missouri feels pretty confident he's going to sign with them regardless of that official visit over the weekend. You know, it's one of those where he got – they offered him last week. So I was like, well, you know, he's got a new offer. You know, you can't blame the kid for wanting to go right. check out another place. That, you know, it's a little you know, it's a little closer to home for him. So, you know, go check it out and see if it's something you want to do. But – uh, yeah. seems like uh, Missouri's pretty confident he's going to sign with Missouri. So, I mean, he's been committed long enough. So, yeah. And Magic Man's asking about Jabari Johnson. Short story, yes, we expect him to sign with Missouri tomorrow. Um, yeah, I think having a uh, signing ceremony at his school, it would be a big surprise if it's anybody else. Yeah, I think uh, the big thing with him is he just wants, you know, he, he likes the opportunity to play SEC football and he's got it at Missouri. So, yeah. Um, so that's the commitment list. Uh, we've, we've run down a lot of it. We expect them all to sign. Uh, 
expect we may have transfer news here at some point in the next couple of days. Uh, CJ Johnson, keep an eye on him. Um, and I think that's about it, man. I, I think we're good. Right, Sean? I think so. You know, it uh, seems like it. Tadarius Collins, maybe he'll commit to Missouri and sign. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Hey, anything can happen, man. Who's who's the number one recruit in the country right now? Arch Manning? Uh, I believe it is Arch, yes. All right, maybe Arch Manning to Missouri tomorrow. Who knows? We'll, 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 we'll. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, by the way, not Arch Manning to Missouri. Um, but, um, but yeah, appreciate you guys hanging out with us. So, Sean, I've got good news for you, man. Like, we may do some stuff kind of here and there as news comes up. But, like, as far as actual scheduled stuff, like, I'm going to give you your Tuesday afternoons back for a while. All right. Sounds good, man. Um, yeah, because there's not like a lot to talk about for, until February no. signing day. It's more like just transfer watch, and we'll add some transfers. We might add a high school kid or two, but not a lot and, to talk about. And as I texted you yesterday with some language cleaned up, nobody's allowed to commit Saturday or Sunday, man. If anybody and, commits Saturday or Sunday, I yeah, come on, man. What that's we a that's another thing about these kids, man. Don't be doing that stuff. That's crazy. Yeah. we like Christmas too. So just Bro, let us all have Christmas. Look, man, we're trying to be uh, we're trying to be less cranky during Christmas, so don't make us more cranky, kids. All right. I don't know what this wee stuff is. I am not trying. I'm just trying to get through this <laughs> week, man. I'm just trying to get. But uh, right. So yeah, guys, either either pre or post Christmas, <clears throat> what we want you to do, and uh, and appreciate a lot of the same people here every week. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us live. Um, and if you were live with us, we got up over a hundred for a while. Uh, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, like. It's not going to be every Tuesday, but we're still going to be doing our regular shows on Wednesday, and and we'll still do some spot stuff here and there with Sean or or as news happens. So subscribe to the channel; you'll get notifications when we go live. If you listen on the podcast, leave us nice reviews, say good things. Uh, we're going to be continuing to work all day tomorrow. We talked to Eli Drinkwitz somewhere around three thirty in the afternoon, I think. So uh, Gerard and I will have kind of Missouri's reaction from signing day. Sean will be helping us uh, throughout the day covering what goes on. And uh, either before things shut down for the holidays or after you get back from the holidays, hey, we all need car insurance. Everybody watching here wants Mizzou to do well. James Carlton trying to help you out with both those things. He can James Carlton State Farm can give you competitive rates on your insurance. Just call him. Maybe he can't save you money, but you don't know if you don't check it out. So call, get a quote from James, 314-961-4800 or online at carltoninsurance.net. Get that quote. Let him know you heard about it from Power Mizzou. He's going to donate $20 to Mizzou's NIL Collective uh, on your behalf, which is the maximum amount he's allowed to do in a referral thing like this. So James trying to help Mizzou out. You guys all want Mizzou to be good. Seems like a good thing to do, right? So uh, take care of that. Like our channel. Say very nice things about Sean. And I think that covers it. Yes. Optional. It's very optional. They want to do that. All right. (laughs) Just just don't say terrible things about Sean. Say whatever you want to say about me. So thanks guys. Appreciate it. Um, I'll be back tomorrow with uh, some combination of Gerard Hamilton or Gerard Hamilton, Drew King, who's actually going to be on his way to bragging rights. So, so that may be a hit or miss, but whatever. We got signing day tomorrow. We got bragging rights Thursday. We got bowl game Friday. It is a busy week. We're going to be hanging around, check it out on the site. We'll talk to you later.